Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. More details on how the GSA's inspector general will conduct its reviews of the agency's lease with the Trump Hotel. Former deputy IG for the Homeland Security Department Jim Taylor says an IG review is different than an audit. It's faster and more flexible and focuses on how a decision was made. In this case, it's the decision that President Trump is not in violation of his lease with the General Services Administration. A House rep wants the Secret Service to stop giving money to Trump-owned businesses. California Democrat Adam Schiff announces he's introducing an amendment to a major funding bill which prohibits the payment of Secret Service funds to entities owned by the president or his immediate family. Schiff cites the massive costs the agency has had to pay due to the frequent trips the president and his family make to Trump businesses. The Government Accountability Office estimates each visit to a Trump organization location by the president and his family costs around $3 million. Lawmakers want to see some of the reports developed under the recent cyber executive order. The day after the State Department confirmed it would merge its cyber coordinator office with its Bureau of Economic and Business Affairs, two senators want more details on how state and four other agencies are addressing international cybersecurity priorities. Senators Ron Johnson and Claire McCaskill write to the Secretaries of State, Defense, Homeland Security, Treasury and Commerce seeking a copy of the report they sent to the White House in June. Under the cybersecurity executive order issued in May, agencies were supposed to detail how they're addressing international cybersecurity challenges. I'm Jason Miller. The Office of Personnel Management wants to know what federal employees think of their benefits. The agency will administer the Federal Employee Benefits Survey this year to a sample of 40,000 government workers via email. The goal is to measure whether feds think available benefits match their needs. OPM last administered the survey back in 2015. OPM approves a special solicitation to let agencies collect donations to support Harvey survivors. Agencies can administer donation drives and collect cash or checks outside of the typical combined federal campaign. The solicitation ends September 29th. OPM Acting Director Kathleen McGinnigan says federal employees had expressed an interest in being able to collect donations for survivors in Texas. Over a thousand surge capacity force volunteers with the Homeland Security Department are being trained to be deployed this week and next. DHS's core of volunteer non-FEMA employees will help with Tropical Storm Harvey rescue and response. DHS employees can apply to be part of the surge force on the department's intranet. The Air Force also sends more support to Houston to help with the aftermath of Harvey. Two HC-130J Combat King Twos, three HH-60G Pavehawks, along with 120 personnel to operate them, are heading to Texas. The service also sent two C-17 Globemasters carrying supplies to Louisiana. The Army lays out its best industry partners in this year's Superior Supplier Incentive Program. It uses the SSIP to rate contractors who perform well in the areas of cost, schedule, management, and regulatory compliance. Higher-rated contractors get more chances to interact with contracting officials. Making up most of Tier 1 this year are subsidiaries of Boeing, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, and Northrop Grumman. And it appears cyber attacks were not the cause of the Navy's recent collisions in the Asia-Pacific region. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has details. Admiral John Richardson, the Chief of Naval Operations, says all the Navy's investigations into accidents and incidents have to take cyber and information warfare into account. But he told a Facebook town hall yesterday that despite having paid what he says was an amazing amount of attention to the cyber issue in the early days of the investigations, there's still no indication that cyber attacks played any role at all in the collisions involving the USS John McCain or the USS Fitzgerald. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.